Now, Talk Zone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Welcome to the TalkZone.com, two guys and a mic. It's a football Friday here on the two guys and a mic show. The coach, not the big dog today. The big dog is, um, well, I don't know how we describe what the big dog's day off is. You always worry about the big dog. How do we gently put the, he might be incarcerated right now. Who knows? But the big dog not here today. More importantly, our uh, viewers out there can see via the live telecommunicative webcast his first time co-hosting the show but he's a longtime Chicago radio, well, I use the word legend in the very loosest sense of the word. He also works for the Daily Herald newspaper, Rusty Silbar in the house. How are you, Rusty? Uh, I'm doing fine. Good morning, Coach. Glad to be here. I, I just can't get the feeling here because it's still wintertime. My hands are still cold. i got to warm them up somewhere. Where's are the you, fireplace? You told me there was a fireplace in the corner. Are you having circulation problems? Because I, I definitely, my extremities, definitely... Uh, your extremities. Way too cold. Yes. Your extremities. Yeah, I've got My some fingertips circular, are still cold. I got a circle. Well, that's part of the extremities. You know, fingers, toes, few other items. But as I get older, the circulatory situation gets worse. I need a vacation. I am hoping in the not too distant future to be opening up TalkZone.com. Two guys in a mic of San Diego. Sounds that's like a good idea to me. I think I think you should take the show on the road. Take it to some place yes. warm, not just San Diego. Yep. Take it to Phoenix. Take it to Miami. South mm-hmm. Beach sounds good. Keep talking. You know, hey, what? Uh, let's go to New Orleans. Bring it up. Yeah. Big Are easy, you talking right? about like rotating, uh, you know, uh, maybe a different spot each week? Why not? You can I almost like do that. it every day. You got good travel expenses, right? Yeah, I'm a homebody, though. I like to have a home base. <laughs> San Diego and New Orleans would be good. I did put in my contract, though. I did put in my contract. I don't care what they pay me. I don't care where it is. If Randy Myers, our engineer slash assistant producer, does not come with us, the show does not move. Now, it's got to move now, someplace, doesn't it? That, by the way, was up to $25,000. If they pay me over 25000 then my answer was, uh, Randy who? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just waiting for a cash register to ring for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, Rusty exactly. Silver in the house. Lots of sports to talk about. Football Friday. Regular producer David Olson is going to be joining us in a little bit. Randy Myers assisting us today, as he is wont to do. Rusty, for me, uh, I am off next week and the week after on, we're calling it uh, gently a vacation suspension period for me. It's and of con- course, you'll be in San Diego. You're not telling everybody to tell your story. Not quite. It's a con- it's it's a long story. We're not going to get into it over the air, but that's the term we're using. It's the vacation suspension. So, um, I don't want to put pressure on you, but let's make this show good. This is the one that will linger with me. This is the one I'll be thinking about for the next two weeks while I am serving my vacation suspension time. It sounds great for me. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. Real quick, plug uh, your uh, websites. I know you got a few. Uh, Places you work for. Let's let's get a few what, Daily uh, Rusty Silbar plugs. If any of the female fans out there want to get in touch with you, What's that Daily where might they find you? Right? Okay, that's one of them. Huh? DailyHerald.com. That's one of them. Well, you got to pump with a little more enthusiasm. Oh, I know. I know. Hey, I'll pump it. No, we're on Daily the internet Herald. here. We got hey. we got people. This, this show, right, right? Your voice, Rusty, right da- now. Daily Herald, which is one of the suburban newspapers, uh, one of the three outstanding suburban newspapers in the Chicago land area. Chicago land area, and they cover. Anything from the prep sports to the professional level of sports. And, and they always have the big picture in? The local focus. Very good. 
Very good. I, I've heard that before, too. That's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. I just want to remind everybody, big picture, local and, focus. And, and don't forget now, we are being heard via the Internet. This is not like regular radio. You're doing the Internet now, so your voice being heard uh, not only in the continental United States, but seven different continents tuning into you right now, Rusty. Oh, that's great. I love that. So there could be people in, uh, you know, in Afghanistan, people in uh, Cosimo. Australia. Wondering, you know, who? Huh? Daily Herald? Huh? Big picture who? Local focus. So we have to make sure that we uh, cater to the listening audience out there via the Internet. You know, you can get in touch with people. You also do some radio work. People can hear you on the air. Where where, where might they? Um... Uh, they could find me on a station called WRLR.FM. I beg your pardon? WRLR.FM. Okay. Which I happen to do a show on Saturday mornings from 8 what, to 10 o'clock. What time? I'm trying to give you some promo work. Yes, Randy? You've heard of them? Yeah. You've heard of that. Wow. Oh, Round Lake Beach. Very nice this time of year, too. Like 75 and partly sunny. Uh, well, yeah. Lake. Well, it's a few degrees warmer than here, maybe. <laughs> I think I went to the taste of Round Lake Beach one, one time a couple of summers ago. It was a wonderful time. I think they basically just had like Wendy's and they had one table out there. Just one, not lovely, two, lovely. three. Come on, <laughs> lovely, lovely place. So, uh, what time is the show on again? Uh, from eight to ten o'clock, Saturday, Central Time. Yeah, every Saturday, every Saturday morning. Beautiful. Any holiday spectacular programming we can tease? Uh, Who's any special guests coming well, up? Well, it, it's week? it's funny because we do the national level, just like you do. You know, talk national sports. We also yep. hit the local, Big picture. and we have a lot of fun with it. Okay. Yeah, big picture, local focus. You can mm-hmm. kind of lean on that a little All bit, right. and uh, we. Talk about everything you can imagine in two full hours. Beautiful. Beautiful. I will have to put that on my regular programming. 8 to 10 every Saturday morning on WRLN. WRLR. WRLR. Thank you very much. It's a mouthful. Thank you very much. Rusty Silver in the house. He is a mouthful. He's a handful, if nothing else. 888-463-6748. That is our phone number here. Two guys and a mic. Lots of talk about football first and foremost, but we'll get to some other topics. We also have another obituary it's been a good week for i don't know if you good week bad week it's been a busy week for uh obituaries the month of november rusty was very slow very few popular people died it was a disappointing month month of december has been uh, much more upbeat it's been a lot more upbeat <laughs> uh, it's been uh well i don't know if it's beating much but let's just yeah. say it's been uh kind of sad to see some of these people go yes yes i kid of course and we had another one yesterday we'll talk about it later in the show but great movie producer of one of my favorite movies the pink panther show we also play a game, and I forgot to remind you, uh, it's called Beat the Schmoes. So, you know, we got Rusty kind of last second filling in for the big dog here, but you, over the course of the show, Rusty, you got about 18 minutes to prepare. Randy Myers, our producer, has given us a very strict program schedule, which we have to follow. 18 minutes? You told me it was less than that. You told me it was about five. No, no, no. We'll give you, you know, it's right after the first break. So you got, you got a solid 18 minutes to come up with your three picks. A lot of pressure. As you know, other shows play Beat the Pros. We here at Two Guys at a Mic play Beat the Schmoes. You, and I'm sure your family will be very proud of you, you will be a guest schmo today. Do I get to take anybody off the injured list to help me? Not going to have to worry about that with the Bears. They're about as healthy as I've ever seen a team in week 15 of the season. Yeah, but they got to find a place to play. Well, we got one guy injured, Charles <laughs> Tillman. We are going to talk about the uh, – it, it started off as kind of weird, and now it's gone bizarre. The Monday night football game between the Minnesota Vikings and our beloved Chicago Bears. Now, I thought our inside sources here at the two guys at a mic show, uh, Rusty. Uh, by the way, we haven't had drug testing for our inside sources of late, so you got to question how viable this knowledge is. They said it's lockstep and barrel. 
It's going to be at the PNC uh, what uh, bank what park? P- huh? PNC Bank Park at the University of Minnesota. Yeah. PNC or TLC? Is it PNC or TLC? Might be TLC. Maybe the ten- TLC. The tender loving care. I think it's the TLC Bank. Whatever. We thought it was for sure there, but you before the show questioning our inside sources who again haven't been drug tested in the last month, saying that you think uh, there could still be another change. There could be. Well, let's see. They've gone through Plan A, which was supposed to be going to the to the Metrodome, and obviously that's collapsed, <laughs> literally. Yeah. I mean, they dropped the uh, what the big amount of snow on there. Roof collapses. Very which was cool great video, video, by the way. Yeah, Very it was cool. pretty good. Yep. I mean, how often do you get to see a camera to see an actual roof collapse at the same with, time with sound? Yeah. True. Which is pretty cool. That is so, pretty cool. Plan B. I thought, well, you know, they had finally made the decision yesterday, but you're saying there could still be a Plan C. There could be a Plan C in the next day or so if they can't take care of the field of the University of Minnesota because that field right now is like concrete. I mean, could you picture playing football on concrete? I don't know of any cleats that can work on concrete unless you borrow some skates from some hockey teams in the NHL. Well, I mean, I, I mean it, that field. You got to understand it has not been that warm. Up in the state of Minnesota in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can defrost that field right now. Yeah, and you're bringing up the footing issue. How about getting tackled? I'm hurting right now with you saying that. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, we're not talking not, one tackle. How about all game long? You're getting tackled. You land on that stuff, which is bad enough. But don't forget, not only are they landing on it, they got 280 pounds of well, I was going to say muscle. Some of the defensive linemen these days, not exactly muscle, but 280, 310 pound landing on top of them. And I know these are the biggest and the toughest of our sports individuals in the country, but that's still going to take a pounding. So you're concerned a little bit, as are the players, about the injury factor. Yeah, the injury factor, the fact that you're not going to get any footing out there, and then there's some other issues that go beyond the field. Yeah, like concession stands. Concession stands, there's some fact they have to have the concession stands heated up to 30 degrees for safety concerns. Yep. And the washrooms, by the way. Very, very serious bathroom situation. I know Randy Myers has one of our uh, uh, reporters trying to check out the uh, washroom and bathroom situation, but apparently there's no, basically there's no doors on the washroom, so they're all open air. Open ended? Seriously. I'm not talking on the individual stalls. I'm talking about the the doorways. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Now it's in Minnesota. And it's an outdoor park, so how do you not how do you not put doors so that for cold weather it's you know you can keep the washrooms at least but as this we is all the University know. of Minnesota. They don't play games beyond what, December first? Still. Can when you, you build a stadium like that, aren't you thinking of, you know, maybe using it for some other activities? I mean, how much could a door cost? Well, you think it would be easy way out. Heat it up a little bit. Easy way in, easy yeah. way out. I'm not sure which way yeah. we're talking here. I mean that is that you know Particularly, you got to think of the females who do not have the luxury that we do of uh, not having to feel the coolness of the particular toilet seat. It's got to be an uncomfortable situation. So you got concessions, you got washroom, you got bad footing on the field, and you got a seat capacity situation, right? They sold what sixty three thousand tickets mm-hmm. at the Metrodome. Yeah, but your Plan B stadium only seats fifty thousand. And the question is, how are you going to squeeze everybody there? Of course, there'll be people that don't want to go, though. I would think there'd be a lot of people. They're worried about overcrowding. Like, first of all, who wants to go up in freezing cold weather and watch the Minnesota team, which has no hope right now? And maybe if Brett Favre was going to play, you know, oh, boy, I could be at Brett Favre's last game. wouldn't do it for me. Maybe I could see some other people. But I just don't see traveling a couple hours 
or for Chicago fans, however many hours it would take and uh, and packing that particular stadium. But it is going to be first come, first serve, which is quite unique. Yeah, very unique. Well, they did that in Detroit, too. Didn't they just give away tickets when they played <laughs> the game, you know, this past week? Uh-huh. They just threw them out. But you're not going to – I mean, you might get the – well, even the college kids aren't going to be around there to help out either because they're on their winter break. And they try to get the college kids to help volunteer and shovel the snow? How'd that, how'd that work out? Well, if you look at the latest pictures and look at the net, it looks like maybe a quarter of the field's done so, in the last, what, two to three days. So suffice it to say the University of Minnesota collegiate uh, academic population was not overly anxious to grab a shovel and help help the cause. Now, I don't think they're going to get this field ready in time, to tell you the truth. I just I think there'll be a decision right. coming out by tomorrow. All right. This could be uh, inside information, folks. Uh, Rusty Sober, first time here on the TalkZone.com, possibly. Possibly breaking or giving us a scoop, a rare moment in time. There may be a plan C now. If it does go to an emergency third location now, Rusty, where might they go? I think they're going to head down to Indianapolis. It's been offered by uh, the Colts. They have the stadium free this weekend. And that's indoors. Wouldn't that be a nice place to play? I believe there's a rodeo there on Saturday. Aren't you worried about uh, leftovers, shall we say? (laughs) What do you think the team would rather have leftovers to worry about or frozen fingertips? That's an interesting question. Actually, if it was the rodeo was up in Minnesota where it's freezing, the the frozen leftovers wouldn't be so bad. But indoors on a rodeo, I'm not sure I want to play on that turf. Quite frankly, I might I might opt all of a sudden five degree weather and freezing cold bathrooms doesn't sound so bad. I think it'd be better playing on turf that you can actually, you know, walk on. Or not get injured okay. on. All right. So you are predicting a last-minute shuffle to Indianapolis. By the way, we should mention it's the Monday Night National Football Telecast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to take it away. I mean, you you want to make it look good. And I think ESPN would rather have yeah. that look from the camera angles a lot better yeah. from Lucas Oil Stadium than try to maneuver cameras in single-digit weather up in Minnesota. Football fans, Football Friday, you want to comment? Weird Monday night football game. Beat the Schmoes. Any of the games coming up this weekend? Rusty Silbar and the coach with you up until 11 o'clock. Our phone number here, 888-463-6748. You can also email us at Mike2Guys at AOL.com. M-I-C and the number 2, Mike2Guys, AOL.com. Rusty, all kidding aside, I would think number one. Number one, player safety has got to be the biggest biggest thing. And then uh, number two, and you kind of alluded to, because it is Monday night national TV, quality of play. I mean, you want the if they're slipping and sliding, you're not going to see much football. You want it to be a decent game, quality of play. So would you agree, injury factor, first and foremost, quality of play, second, everything else after that, uh, including cold washrooms and no beer, is a distant third. I think the Bears are looking at this a little bit more strongly than the Vikings because of the playoff factor. You know, the Bears are looking to get into the playoffs in the next couple of weeks. I mean, that's in the foreseeable future. I mean, the Bears could probably get a spot, especially since the Packers may end up losing to the Patriots here on on Sunday night. So the Bears are looking for the playoffs. So if they don't want to see injuries piling up because of this situation, then they'd rather be playing in a more safety uh, place than trying to deal with this frozen tundra that they got in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Joe Webb, by the way. Joe Webb looks like he is going to be the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings on whatever frozen tundra they use. Who? I was going to ask you, Rusty, can you tell us a little bit about the rookie out of the University of Alabama, Birmingham, Mr. Joe Webb? 
I don't know much. I know he played last week a little bit when Tavares Jackson was sent out of the yeah. game. Didn't do much, did he? See, now, if Joel were here, he would tell you that uh, he likes to work quickly, likes to get ahead in the count, and likes to keep the ball down low in the strike zone. <laughs> Which is pretty much what Ron Santos said about every single pitcher that ever played. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But then, you know, this would be the, what is it, the third time the Bears go against a third-string quarterback this year? Yes. Fourth, I think. Yeah. They, they have had, you talk about a lucky season, roll of the dice, living living life the right way, whatever Lovey Smith has done in the Chicago Bears, and sometimes it's just, you know, pure chance and pure happenstance. We've certainly had plenty of years where we've had a lot of bad luck, but this year everything has fallen into place as far as the uh, Bears playing teams that have significant injuries, the quarterbacks, uh, teams in disarray. It just seems like every week the team were – and it started off, don't forget, our first game of the season should have been a loss. And some ridiculous NFL rule. I don't know how you feel about it. Joel argues with me to this day, but I've watched football for um, 48 of my 54 uh, fine years on this earth, and I know a touchdown catch when I see a touchdown catch. I don't care what the technical rule says. Chad Johnson caught the ball. Bears should have lost the first game. They got lucky with that, and it seemed like from that point on, everything kind of fell into place. It did seem like that. I, I think that was a catch, and I looked it over 10 times. Yeah. Because I remember watching that play. I still have it vividly in my mind here. Yep. And I'm like, that could be a catch. I want to see it again. It could be. It might be. Yeah. Not and Chad Johnson, by the way. Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Don't want to ma- uh, mix up Ocho Cinco and Calvin Johnson, the fine wide receiver of the Detroit Lions. But, you know, you got the whole technical rule. You look through rules for Section 2, Paragraph 3, Article 1. You replay it 20 different times. Technically, by letter of the law, wasn't that garbage? It was a catch. Bears are what's their record now? Nine and three? Nine and four. They should be eight and five. That's all. But but the point is, they've been very fortuitous, and this week again, the Minnesota Vikings got to bring in a uh, quarterback who I think's thrown what five passes in his NFL career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to do anything. Not like Drew Stanton did for Detroit. Yeah. Who's more polished mm-hmm. and a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, Drew Stanton. I, I mentioned he, he he could be a backup quarterback for my team any day. He could Isn't be a starter a one day, too. Like he could be a starter. Randy, could you look that up? I think there's a hit country song. He could be my backup quarterback any day. <laughs> Not sure. I think that was a big hit in Nashville in the late I 60s. think he's going to look it up for you. Yeah. Give it a couple seconds. Nah, find I, it. I, Randy's looking up something. I, and, and knowing Randy and the sick, side, uh, sordid side of Randy, he's looking up something I can guarantee you. It doesn't have anything to do with country songs. Randy gets very distracted during our show. See, he doesn't like us. He oh, feigns on. interest, but actually he's looking at you know strange pictures on the internet. Actually, I, like, I thought he was looking up things for Christmas for you. That's po- for me. Yeah. No. <laughs> I already told my wife. I, I'm like the Grinch. I mean, do not we, want presents. What are we about? Uh, eight days from Christmas. I do not so. want presents. Yeah. Nothing. Anything I need, I got. Don't buy me anything. Thank you very much. I you thought you were the type that wait till like Christmas Eve to go Christmas shopping, for that matter. You know, you know, the big present for my wife the, this Christmas is going to be players. It'll be a nice player set, though. I'm serious. That's what she wants. That's what she wants. A set of players. I hate to ask what she's going to use it for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to fix it. My, my son, the handyman or whatever, lost all the tools, so we have no players. And uh, that's what she wants for Christmas. It's a very, very romantic Christmas, I'm sure it will be, as we open up three different sets of players. 
Uh, 888-463-6748. Phone number here. We're going to play Beat the Schmoes after the first break. Rusty Sober, the pride, if not the joy, of the Daily Herald newspaper, WRLN or WRLS. What is it again? WRLR. Round Lake Radio. WRLI? RLR. I. R. I can't hear the last letter. R, R, R. Boy. <laughs> Something tells me we got to get him an alphabet to figure it out. What is it, a pirate w- radio? R, L, R. Round Lake Radio. W, R, L, R. I think I got it. And he actually wrote it down, too. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, I'm sure people can actually see that, too. And you wonder why our ratings are struggling. Hard to believe. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, again, David Olson, regular producer, expected to join us in a little bit. Rusty Silber sitting in first time in the house. We're going to make some NFL picks, uh, and we're going to jump off the uh, sports page as well. Talk a little Bulls basketball as well, Rusty. They've uh, seven in a row, going for eight in a row. What, tonight or tomorrow? I think tomorrow. That is uh, tomorrow. Yeah, so we'll talk some NBA basketball as well. Topics are open. You want to change the conversation, you can do that. Dial it up at 888-463-6748. And if you're looking for a good set of players, I might be able to hook you up. Zone.com. Two guys at a mic show. Rusty Sobar during the break. Again, very little preperation. We thank you for coming in, Rusty. But uh, perusing the NFL point spreads and trying to see if he, as a first-time schmo, can maybe come up with a three. You know, you got to pick any three games against the point spread. You know, you're putting pressure on me here. Well, a little bit of pressure is a good thing. You can't do that. Huh? What, are you going to make me go first, too? Yeah. Remember, one of our mottos oh, here on the Two Guys in a Mic show, we tell the callers the same thing. Don't be nervous. There's not that many people listening. <laughs> You're just going to put it on top of me here. I can see that, Sad Coach. Thanks. I'll, I'll take a shot at it. Don't yeah. worry about it. By the way, Aaron Rodgers, uh, there's still questions. I guess the game is offline. I mentioned that because you were maybe going to pick that game, but there's no point spread on that game, so that's not available. Aaron Rodgers still suffering the, from the concussion. They're not sure if he can play, but... Um, he was quoted in the middle of practice yesterday while sitting on the sidelines. They heard him say, my only regret is that I have but one life to give to my country. So apparently Aaron is still uh, not quite there. They're going to go with that guy Flynn. Yeah. Yesterday, I think right in the middle, he was calling signals. Ready, set, remember the Alamo, duck, duck. So my best guess is he should probably take a week off. He will. Thank you very much. They're supposed to make a decision tomorrow, by the yeah. way. By the way, speaking, I don't mean to make light of concussions, obviously. Very serious situation. The story of concussions. Randy, you'll be interested in this here. Might be the first thing you're interested in on this show. 
Associated Press Stories of the Year. The concussion syndrome, which transcended the sports world, really, was like seventh or eighth on the list. Number one story of the year. Number one story of the year. Let me get my list out here. Which is? Uh, and these are sports-wise, by the way. Uh, the fall and the comeback of Tiger Woods. The whole Tiger Woods. That was the number one Associated Press sports and it story. Should be. It should be. Huh? I think it should be. Well, let me read off some of the other ones and see if you agree with that. Number two, uh, the Super Bowl win in New Orleans, obviously with the city of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. On the comeback, the, the drama of that team and, and that story was certainly worthy of note. That ranked number two. Number three was the whole LeBron James free agent saga. That should be down the list. I really don't think there's much to that. Yeah. I think it, I, I'd take that down to at least 10. I would well, agree maybe with that, you. Maybe that's too far. It depends what the criteria is. Yeah. You know, what, what, well, what the, the interest level was big. There's no doubt yes. about that. If you talk interest versus significance, significance, pretty small. I think at the interest level, the announcement, that was yeah. big. The after effects, as you look back, yeah. it wasn't that big. Yeah. By the way, very quietly, very quietly, the Miami uh, Heat have won 10 games in a row. So maybe the the Super Threesome have started to figure it out. But 10 wins in a row, they're rolling over, Teams Rusty. So don't let the Miami Heat uh, fade just yet, as everyone predicted them to be a big disappointment after the start of the season. Story number four, Associated Press. Top stories to year 2010, Espanol winning the World Cup. I know you're a soccer fan. And I hate to brag, but I actually picked that right, picked the final two teams this year from from the start mm-hmm. when everybody gave up on Espanol. We don't, we don't, we don't. Because um... remember, they lost the first game. Remember that? They lost their opening game. Did they? Yeah, and they came back and they ended up winning the whole thing. Ah, yeah. You know, you're preaching to the choir here. A big soccer fan, unfortunately. There's not that many soccer fans out there as much in the United States that kids have played. And it's been around now for 20, 25 years. Tons of kids play it at the age of five, six, seven, eight. And they have been for a lot of years. It's still, it still has not entered the collective mindset of most of the United States sports population. I think the percentage is getting better. Yes. I still think the mainstream media hasn't accepted soccer as much. But there are soccer fans out there. Oh, yeah. But it's still a small circle. I, I, you would have thought by now maybe... The United States would have caught up. I'm going to use the term caught up, but probably get some people to argue with me with the rest of the world to realize what a phenomenal game the sport of soccer is. You have to appreciate it. Yeah. And enjoy the game because most people think it's like grass growing. It's not. Mm-hmm. There's a beauty of it. Yes. And you have to appreciate, yeah, one nothing games as much as a game that's four to three. Because mm-hmm. I have an argument to it. You know, baseball can be boring too. Can be. Specialist pitcher duels that yeah. where no one's hitting. You could be sitting there for yeah. three, four innings before yeah. something happens. Then on the other hand, if you get into it, I always like in baseball. You know, now, I will admit to you during the regular season, the amount of times I will sit down and watch a game from start to finish out of 165 games probably is close to zero. I don't know that I ever do. Mm-hmm. But if I had the time, I liken it to like a fine wine. Like a very nice meal, which, you know, lasts like two and a half hours. I mean, I can thoroughly get into a baseball game and just devour it slowly. But you gotta be in the right mood and you gotta have the time too. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's clearly has a different pace than the other sports. No question about it. Um, 
So Spain's World Cup was number four. Number five was the San Francisco Giants mm-hmm. winning good the World story. Series. That's a good story. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's top five worthy of being on that list, but it's it's a good those story. Are your though. Top five. Tiger Woods, the number one story mm-hmm. according to the uh, Associated Press. Uh, again, beat the Schmoes here. You want to make some football picks? Any three games attempt to beat the Schmoes? You could do so. We have Rusty Silver guest Schmo. I will make my picks. And uh, Randy, if David Olson does not uh, make it in today, I may—I don't know if you want to, you know, take on the role of a guest Schmo. That could be dangerous, couldn't yeah, it? Very dangerous. We do not recommend it for anyone uh, under the age of twenty-one. Eight 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 four six three sixty-seven forty-eight is the phone number. So we'll make those football picks. No bowl games this weekend, right, Russ? No, there's three bowl games tomorrow. There is. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Northern Illinois, Fresno State. Mm-hmm. So people can pick that one. What's the other game? Uh, let me think here for a second. You got the New Orleans Bowl and you got the New Mexico Bowl. Okay. Hold on a second. I have okay. it in my back so, pocket here. So you got the NFL games out there and you got a couple college bowl games. How could I forget my Hold beloved Huskies of Northern Illinois? Huh? Look at so this. It, this is the bowl list. I have man's, the bowl list in front of me here. The man's prepared. Mm, have to be prepared. Let's see. We have, uh, you, you mentioned NIU. Taking a Fresno State Woo! and then Blue Field yes. in Boise. Love it. I think all fields should be blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, that's Humanitarian Bowl. Then we have BYU taking on UTEP in the New Mexico Bowl. And Ohio from the MAC oh. will take on, is it Troy or Troy State? I thought it used to be Troy State. But they're taking on Troy in the okay. New Orleans Bowl. So three games this weekend. Yeah. That'll be all tomorrow. Brigham Young against who? Utah? UTEP. UTEP. University of Texas, El Paso. Thank you very much. Is that the one that used to be known as Western Kentucky? No, wait, Texas Western. Yeah, that's the one yeah. in the west end of Texas. Yeah, well, Texas Western is uh, was famous. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to your, think. I'm I'll trying to think of knowledge. what the nickname. Why is Texas Western famous? Why is that? I'm trying to one think of, of some Western. One of the more famous basketball games of all time. Matter of fact, they made the movie of it, right? Randy Myers has given me the uh, the look. Glory Road, mm-hmm. right, was Kentucky going up against Texas Western. Don Haskins, the coach. Texas Western now is UTEP. was one of the first time African-American players were on a team of national prominence. They played for the national championship. I remember as a young kid watching the game, a Pat Riley and a Louis Dampier, the guards for the Kentucky uh, Wild. You never saw the movie Glory Road? I Boy, I might have seen it a number of years ago. It doesn't sit in my mind, though. I hate to be honest. If I was a teacher, I'd ask you to... Easy looking, too. You know? I'd ask you to leave the classroom. Josh Hartnett, I believe. The uh, star of that particular movie. Anyhow, you so you never even heard of that game. The famous game. No, I can't say I have. You guys are killing me. All right. <laughs> 888-463-6748. The point is, UTEP's playing some college football this week, and you pick those games in your Beat the Schmoes football picks. Uh, you got your picks ready, Russ? Uh, not exactly yet. Okay. I was going to write them down. Right, what, you want to do them now? I will make my three picks against the point spread. By the way, now, I went one and two last week, but on the season, having my best year ever, 27 up, 15 down. Wow. Versus the spread, doing quite well. Did anyone get an accountant on this and check out the numbers and no, make we don't sure you're give, right? We don't, we don't give money away. This is strictly for the pure joy. I know that, but we you got to very... check your numbers right. I'm talking about... Uh... We, no, no, it's documented. David Olson, our regular producer, you haven't met him yet? Believe me, he is the king of documentation. Mm-hmm. Very precise. Very organized. Not very good on his beat the schmoes football picks. 
The guy's pulled off like I think nine out of the last ten weeks. He's gone one and two. Really? Yeah. His doctor would be very happy. He's very consistent. But one and two is not you know the consistent you want to be. Um, all right, so three games against the point spread. I'm going to go all NFL games. Game number one, New Orleans Saints, the aforementioned New Orleans Saints, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Rusty Ravens favored by a point and a half. New Orleans is red hot. What do they got? Six wins in a row? Mm-hmm. Playing great football. I think it comes to an end this week. The Baltimore Ravens still battling for a playoff spot. Uh, favored. Favored by a point and a half. Are you surprised the point spread? Uh, not really. I was a little surprised the way they finished up that game against Houston the other night. I was I was with a buddy of mine at night uh, on my uh, night out bowling, and he's like, oh, yeah, Baltimore's going to win easily. I said, are you sure? Next thing you know, fourth quarter, things turned around quickly. They almost lost that game. Got two touchdowns. They got one with, what, 21 seconds left? Mm-hmm. Andre Johnson catching the pass, and then uh, quarterback Matt Schaub backs to pass, intercepted by the Ravens, touchdown return, overtime, game over. Well, the more important thing was where was the Baltimore defense at the end of regulation? Was that yep. a 95-yard Touchdown yep. drive and yeah. 221. Yeah. Give some credit to Matt Schaub and the boys from the Houston Texans. But I think that uh, uh, survival victory, if you want to call it, I think they carry some momentum. I think the Ravens will end the six-game winning streak of the Saints. i got to give up a point and a half. I will do that. Uh, next up, Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants, 9-4 and four versus 9-4. and four. Giants favored by three. I'm going to give up the three points and uh, take the New York Giants over. The Philadelphia Eagles, and finally the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I did pick Jacksonville mm-hmm. as my surprise pick. The big dog is shocked. He criticized me at the time. Well, looking back at it, they're eight and five. I would say if you looked at surprise teams in the NFL this year, Rusty, see if I'm forgetting anybody, but would it be the Kansas City Chiefs one, Jacksonville Jaguars two? You might have to throw Tampa Bay in there too. Yeah, good point. Real good. You might have to put Tampa Bay at the head of the class. I, I'd have to probably do that because I didn't expect Tampa Bay to be in the running. I I, I couldn't tell you more. Orlando. I couldn't tell you three players in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. I don't think I've watched them play all season. Well, I just had a buddy of mine who went down there to see Tampa Bay last weekend. Must be a very lonely guy. Well, he was down there with his wife. He said he enjoyed the stadium. I don't think he knew anybody on the field, though. Just decided, spur of the moment, let's go. I'm a Chicago Bear fan. Let's go down to Tampa Bay and go to a Tampa Bay Buccaneer game. Well, he was on vacation. He said, hey, let's go to the football game. His wife obliged, and she yeah. went with, and they enjoyed the, the opportunity to watch. He said it was a little cool, though. Temperature went from, what, about uh, 70 degrees down to about 55. It's time to turn up the heat. <laughs> well, for yeah. our standards, we'd like that. Yeah, really. 55 wouldn't be all that cool, yeah. but can you picture the people in Florida? Not, not much sympathies for the folks in Florida right now. 55 would sound awful good. You know what this is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the violin's out. I understand. Small violin is playing mm-hmm. for the folks in Florida. All right, I'm going to take, uh, despite the fact that I picked the Jacksonville Jaguars as my surprise team, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts, 7-6. and six. I think Peyton and the boys continue to bounce back and make a run at the playoffs. i got to give up five points, but uh, I will do that. Indianapolis Colts over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Those, Rusty, are my three beat-the-schmoes football picks, which I know you anxiously Awaited for. Yeah, I got to take a look at someone. All right, so you're still not prepared. Well, I gave I, you 18. I got an idea already. Who I'm I gave take. you 18 minutes. Now we're past the 18 minute mark. Tell you what, Randy, we'll take a quick break. Rusty Silbar is going to make his picks. Phone lines will be open. We're going to break from football too. Talk some other stuff, including NBA basketball and um, women's hoops. 
big upset yesterday in a possible record-breaking game this weekend. We'll sneak a little women's hoops conversation in there, too. 888-463-6748. Dial it up. Any uh, silverholics out there? Any people that want to uh, bug Rusty a little bit, feel free to call up, and maybe you could even test his sports knowledge. It won't be a hard test, believe me. Back in a minute. Two guys in a mic. Morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. Welcome back, two guys in a mic final segment here. We're glad to have Rusty Silver Pride, if not Joy, the Daily Herald newspaper and WRL. WRLR. Well, it's about time. 36. Did I get it right? Was that about more than two thirds of the show? And you Thank got it right. Thank you very much. WRLR Radio, 8 to 10 every Saturday morning, scintillating. Scintillating, if not provocative, sports talk. Uh, every Saturday morning from 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock. Rusty, again, appreciate your coming in. And uh, we put you on the spot. But it's Pete the Schmo's Football Friday, and you are, if nothing else, a, a Schmo. Well, thanks. I, I'll take that as a uh, compliment. I don't know if I want to do that. A lot of our female listeners but, uh, have pencil in hand right now. Oh, At least boy. I hope that's a pencil. Anticipating your picks. Okay, first pick. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna jump on the Falcons. No. Yes, I'm gonna no, do that. No, no. Which, by the way, because you don't know this, that was my pick for the Super Bowl this year. Wow. I get Shut people me. on my show that say, "Boy, I don't know where you came from with that one, but you are certainly on the ball with the Falcons this year." Who are the Atlanta Falcons participating against? They are going up against the Seahawks on the road. Of course, they're giving away points. You know that, don't you? Yep. What are they giving away? Uh, six. Mm-hmm. I think so. they're also giving away Michael the Burner Turner bobblehead doll day. So they're giving six points and a Michael Turner bobblehead doll. Not a bad. If you got tickets for the game, that's not bad. Yeah, but it's in Seattle too. All right, show's over at eleven. Game two. <laughs> game two to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. <laughs> Who? The Steelers no! to beat the Jets. Don't yes. do it. You know why? Jets are in a free fall. This is your typical. You know, end of the year, drop in the bucket for the Jets. I don't think they're going to win the rest of the season. Wow. Wow. Predicting the downfall of Rex Ryan and company. I'm not saying he's out, but I'll tell you, okay. it's it, once they lost a couple weeks ago, it just seems to have gone the yeah. other direction. Even they were sort of a little bit like the Chicago Bears, quite frankly. Right? In that they had a pretty good record, but if you actually watched them play and looked at the games, a lot of them, they were far from dominant. Some things fell into place for the New York Jets, too. So their record was a bit misleading, as was the Chicago Bears. You know what the biggest problem lies? Mark Sanchez. I agree. Where's he been? I agree. 
He has not shown up to any of the last couple games like he did the start of the yeah. season. Well, one could argue he's back playing to the level that I thought he would play at. I, you know, I, I thought he was the problem with the Jets to begin with. Overrated a little bit as a quarterback. He surprised me. Played pretty good football, but you know, maybe, maybe he's coming back down to earth now. That could be. And, and the we'll running see. game hasn't shown up that much too. Yep. In the last few weeks. Thomas and you thought was going to be a big catch. Where's that game at? That game is in Pittsburgh. All right, so you're taking up Pittsburgh, giving up the points. Yeah, I'll give up the six again. Why am I doing that? He picks an underdog here in game three. Uh, And it's funny. I almost want to take the Bears, but I can't do it because they don't know where they're going to play. It's offline. You won't let me do an offline game, will you? That wouldn't be fair. Game three. Oh, let's see here. I'm going to go. I'm going to take myself down to Miami. Lovely this time of year. Where it's nice and warm. I'm going to go, believe it or not, with the Dolphins. Even though I like the Bills. I like their their schemes, the Buffalo Bills. I like the way they play. Yeah. We have complimented uh, earlier in the week and really a good part of the season, both the Buffalo Bills and Detroit Lions. Record's not good, but two teams that are well coached and they compete. But you're taking the Dolphins, giving up the points. Yeah, five and a half. Okay. I'm giving up a lot of points here. All right. So taking the favors today, Rusty Silver and his maiden voyage as a guest schmo here on the two guys at a mic show. I hope the, you know what they say, Rusty, the first time is always special. I'm sure it'll be a, even if it's not successful, a memorable event for you. Well, it's beginner's luck. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta knock down the coach today. Coach is too high on the pedestal. Oh, By the way, we mentioned our obituary of the, uh, the, the day and there's been a fair amount, sadly. This particular week, he's not a huge, huge name, but if you're a movie fan, you are aware of Blake Edwards mm-hmm. passed away yesterday, and he was the, if he was the producer, he was the director of the Pink Panther movies. I've, I've seen almost every one, every single Pink Panther movie, even the old ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, classics. Oh, they're hilarious. Absolutely, Inspector Clouseau and mm-hmm. um, who's the guy? Herbert Lom, who plays the part. Mm-hmm. I forget his name in the movies, but it's oh, it's hilarious. Every movie they do, yeah. it's you know the the comedy schemes that they put yeah. in there. Excuse the me, sir. Would you uh, like a lines. ram? <laughs> a what? Would you like a ram? A what? I would like a ram. Oh, you mean a room? That is what they've been saying. Oh la la. <laughs> Not bad. How about, how about when he parks his car and the guy goes, "Excuse me, sir, may I take your coat?" He takes off his coat. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And may I take your hat? Oh, thank you very much. And may I take your cane? Thank you very much. And the guy just takes the three items, walks out, and goes away. <laughs> Not even employee of the hotel. <laughs> you know, the original ones were pretty good. I did like the recent one they did with Steve Martin. That was good, too. The remake? Yeah. Very difficult for me to watch. It was better than I thought. Mm-hmm. But it's very hard when you're, you know, as a young kid, you watch what you think is a classic. And then you try to see somebody remake it. Yeah, but the older ones were the really classics. Mm-hmm. Beyond classics. Yeah. By the way, in that scene I was describing with Peter Seller, may I take your coat, may I take your hat, it would be amazingly easy to uh, leave with a very fancy car in the city of Chicago. And I'm sure most big cities across the country. Right? Mm-hmm. If you look the part a little bit, and more importantly, if you act confidently, as these people are pulling up, maybe they're late for the party or whatever, Hotty toddy elitist little event they're going to, and you know, excuse me, sir, may I take your car for you? Thank you very much. Boom, you're off with the car, and nobody would know. Yeah, and, and likewise, and I would say the same thing about fancy parties or weddings. If you at least dress the part a little bit, and even more importantly, if you walk confidently, you could walk into a lot of wedding receptions 
and you can eat yourself silly. Right? I agree. You do? Sure. I can. Well, not to say I'm going to go out and get a car. Oh, I could I use a I new thought. car these days. Why not? Yeah. But I mean, especially in a wedding because you got two sides of the family. Mm-hmm. So even if you're a stranger, well, everybody thinks you're a friend of the other side. Yeah, passing appetizers along the buffet line, you can eat to your. What's that remind me of the movie? Well, wedding, yeah, crashers. Wedding, wedding crashers depicted it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was out there. All right, I'm anyhow, for part two to come out for that one. Blake Edwards passing away at the age of how old was Blake Edwards? David David Olson, our fine producer, other side of the glass. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. And he and he married um, Julie Andrews. Longton, they've been married for like 40 or 50 years. Still married? I believe, yeah, Excellent. I believe so. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So that even adds to the beauty of it. One of the few long-term, high-profile marriages that actually last. And that's surprising these days. Yeah. Because you can count your fingers. Uh, let's see, one month, two months, three months. Okay. Yeah, the most recent one was what, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Scarlett Johansson? Mm-hmm. What did that last? Yeah, that uh, lasted about uh, 19 months. 19 months? Yeah. It was a wonderful 19 months, though. Uh, 888-463-6748. Rusty's made his beat the Schmoes predictions. I have made mine. I don't know if David Olson is going to have time to make his today. He's back in the saddle. I want to thank Randy Myers for filling in. Uh, Rusty, we also have Chicago Bull basketball, NBA basketball to talk about. I know you're a huge hoops fan and we have a, uh, thumb situation for Joakim Noah out eight to ten weeks. The Bulls are on a roll right now. How much does this slow down the train? You know, starting to figure out, is it thumbs up or thumbs down in this situation with the surgery for him? Yes, is the answer to that. Yes. Uh, a little bit of both. What I find interesting is that we didn't really know how severe this injury was. They kept it quiet. Yeah, very quiet. And you would think he was going to keep playing with it, and all of a sudden the Bulls on this winning streak, mm-hmm. which is now up to seven in a row, decided out of the blue the other night after their win to say he's going to have surgery. Now... I would ask you as a semi-respected uh, newspaper writer and member of the media, semi-respected, did you find it a little bit of an affront that uh, we were not aware of the injury? They did I, not release that info? Well, it's funny because I even looked in the papers. You could see he was wearing what looked to be like a guard. And I've seen Kurt Heinrich years past have something like that. Mm-hmm. But it looked like something of a minor injury, not a major in this extent, it turned out to be what torn ligament within the thumb, mm-hmm. and they have to repair it. Well, he was able to play with it. Scored 11 points, 11 rebounds in his last game. It's like they scheduled the surgery. Mm-hmm. He's going to be out eight to ten weeks. Oh, by the way, he's starting today. And apparently, the Bulls did their research. They talked to the doctors, and they said, "Hey, you can't injure it any worse. So let him play. Maybe they wanted to let him play with Boozer a little bit, just so they could see how that mix worked out, and then uh, maybe do the surgery at that point." I would think the Bulls believe doing this now, before Christmas, is better than having it happen maybe in January or February. Get it done now. Come back. You still got two months to get your you know training, your, your conditioning underneath you, and be ready towards the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls still have a lot of pieces here. Carlos Boozer, he can rebound. You got Todd Gibson. Look how he played when Boozer wasn't around. He was a force out there. Mm-hmm. He pulled out a lot of rebounds. The only, the only thing I don't like about the whole thing is Joe Kino had a great opportunity to be a starter this year in the All-Star game. And that was taken away from him. Yep. Yep. You know what? I didn't even think of that part of it. I don't know about starter, but he might have 
had a chance to make his first NBA All-Star team. I think he had a shot to be a starter this year. I think he proved mm-hmm. that he can be one of the studs here. Now, there are plenty of other good players out there in the Eastern Conference. But he's got a shot for that, or he had a shot for it. Which is pretty amazing when you think about it, because mm-hmm. the guy came out of college. Remember the whole goofy outfit he had to the draft ceremony? A lot of people thought this guy is just too goofy to play. He's going to be an NBA bust. What are the Bulls doing picking him? And, and even, I think, up to 95% of us, even at our highest expectations, we thought, okay, he'll be a decent player. There are very, very few of us. When I say us, Bulls fans, people in the media, outside outside the Bulls organization that really thought he could be an all-star level player. But we've watched him improve every year, and he is, uh, as you said, a uh, definite all-star candidate, maybe even a slight chance first team yeah, he, starter. He worked hard in the offseason. I think he hit the weight room pretty strong. Yeah. He showed his ability that he deserves a lot of the calls this year. You don't see him complaining like he used to. Mm-hmm. He's toned that down a great deal. He's really shown that he wants to be a big contributor for the Bulls and be one of the top players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't only work hard in the offseason where uh, no, Joakim Noah works hard in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's given effort out there, some more than other. Joakim Noah is at a different level. I mean, you get a Bulls player going in for a wide-open layup and what looks like an easy basket, Joakim Noah will follow that shot up. He'll sprint down the floor. He's a big man. Six feet, 11 inches tall. So he works hard in the offseason. I would argue he works harder in the games than almost any NBA player I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's, why I was, that's why I was averaging, what was he averaging? I think 5, uh, 12, 13 points a game and mm-hmm. maybe 12 rebounds a game. Max effort. And the first 10 or 12 games, he was up around 20 rebounds a game. Yep. Got to crash the offensive board. Sounds horrible to say. I use this when I coach the kids. Uh, it sounds terrible to say, but when the shot goes up, you need to assume. Even an easy layup. Assume that your teammate's going to miss the shot. And then offensive rebounding, as you know, Rusty, is about the 5% skill, and it's about 95% heart, desire, and want to. I'm trying to think if those numbers are exactly correct. Probably not. Where's the accounting if, department? If Help me out here now. I guarantee if they're my math numbers, we can pretty much rest assured that they're not going to equal the full amount, but uh, close enough. Close enough. And I know you're a man who's played basketball uh, at the highest level, except junior high, high school, college, a pro. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I lack the height, though. Believe me. Bulls take on the uh, Clippers this weekend. A couple of interesting stories there. One, they're going up against their old coach, Vinny Del Negro. Comes back to town, you know. Vinny wants to knock off the beloved Bull. Oh, I'm sure he wants to do that because he feels like he was pushed out of this town. He deserved more time with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. But coaches have to go in these situations. They're not going to push the players out completely. Well, they made the decision that uh, Vinny Del Negro, while he did a decent job, was not the guy to get him to the next level. Mm-hmm. Very similar, if you remember back to Doug Collins, mm-hmm. Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. When Jerry Reinsdorf and company and Jerry Krause made that decision. So we'll see. Uh, we also, for the Chicago Bulls, first chance to get to watch a, a, a coming superstar in Blake Griffin. Anxious mm-hmm. to watch him play. I've seen a little bit of Blake Griffin in the pros. Not much, but he's starting to uh, ascend to that level we thought he would be at. Well, he missed the entire season last year. He was supposed to help the Clippers. And as you know, the L.A. Clippers are known to have a draft pick come to them and they get injured. They've had a lot of problems with number one draft picks. Mm -hmm. And they got their fingers crossed, hoping that Blake Griffin will take them to the next level and lead them back in the playoffs. He's showing pretty good uh, poise out there. He's showing that he can play. 
They haven't got enough victories as of lately, but uh, they're, they're still showing. Five wins, 21 losses. Is there a franchise? It's kind of an old topic, but is there a franchise in sports that's been more more bad? If I can use that term. <laughs> yeah. Even Someone get a dictionary quick. Even if it's not grammatically correct, I'm going to use it. That's been uh. more bad for a longer period of time than your very own Los Angeles Clippers. And yet they got to be a second-hand fiddle team to what sits in L.A. Yeah. Especially with Kobe Bryant, Phil yeah. Jackson, and the rest of the world champion L.A. Lakers. Elgin Baylor, I think the uh, ex-general manager, he had a permanent seat at the NBA draft lottery. He was there so often, they actually had like a reserve seat. They mm-hmm. had an, his name engraved in there. They could call the number one draft pick of the draft. The, it should be the Elgin Baylor Award. Probably. I mean, <laughs> how many times How many times have we seen the L.A. Clippers getting draft picks? I mean, number one draft picks yeah. or, you know, sitting in the top three. Yeah. They, they keep drafting the top players, drafting the top players, and they have some some talent, but it never equals victories. This year's team, five wins, 21 losses. So we'll see if the Bulls can keep the streak going minus Joakim Noah, thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, by the way, I think Vinny Del Negro, if this keeps up, might be gone before the end of the season. Oh, really? Wow. Well. Another breaking scoop. David, you well, well, do you think he's going to hang around with 15 victories for a whole season? Yes. Oh, you mean by his choice or by management? Oh, management. Yeah, I think they'll give him a second year. Especially. If they're very patient out there in the Clippers country, I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Two scoops from Rusty Silver. Vinny Del Negro, ex-Chicago Bull coach, might not make it the season. His very first with the L.A. Clippers, and then earlier in the show, you uh, shocked our viewing audience, our listening audience, by saying that you think the Chicago Bears-Minnesota uh, Vikings game last second will be moved to Indianapolis indoors. Well, not last second. I think by Saturday, tomorrow, they're going to make a decision. If they don't think that field is safety uh, conscious. I I had thought they made the decision. They decided to go in Minnesota, but apparently you've checked with sources. Again, you're a writer that's written at a very high level. I'm sure you've got many inside sources and people you've talked to. So I will respect your uh, knowledge, if not your expertise. There's pressure. There's pressure (laughs) being put on there. Pressure. You've heard Uh, that, right? Pressure. Oh, goodness. All right, Rusty, we got about two minutes left. Any other topics on your Notepad we did not get to. I know the hour goes by fast. Yeah, it does go by fast, doesn't it? Um, trying to think, uh, any topics? Uh, college basketball? How about DePaul's women's hoops team knocking off Stanford? That's amazing. Of course, that was a kind of a, a big homecoming for uh, somebody who plays uh, basketball, or played basketball, up at uh, up in Gurney. That you cover. Yeah, right? Sarah Booth. Yeah. So... That's a big win for DePaul, though. Yeah. Doug Bruno. It might have been a big homecoming, but it wasn't a good homecoming because DePaul beat him. And I think I had heard Stanford had like, if you if you talk about not playing Connecticut, they had won like 58 games in a row. Mm-hmm. Well, Connecticut's on another yes. world. Yeah. So that's a big win, 91-71 for the DePaul Lady Blue Demons. We congratulate them. And then uh, tomorrow, I know you'll be watching Ohio State University. Women's basketball team, ranked number six, will try to stop the streak of Connecticut. Connecticut's got 87 wins in a row, Rusty. One more. One more, and they will um, tie Johnny Wooden and the UCLA Bruins. It's not going to happen. You're picking an Ohio State victory? No. It's not going to happen that Ohio State's going to get the oh, knockoff. Okay. So the record will happen. Oh, Connecticut's going to probably break the record. I got a feeling, I'm not making a prediction, but I got a feeling they're going to be... Probably approaching 100 victories before they get knocked off. Okay. 
David, did you want to uh, do a quick beat the Schmoes, or are you passing this week? Taking a pass this week, okay. Coach. Very good. I don't blame you either. Well, Too many games offline. Looking at David's last six weeks, one could argue he should have taken a pass for about two months. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rusty, we do want to thank you for coming in. Great to hear from you. And uh, if people want to blog you or email you, where can our female listeners get a hold of you? Uh, let's see, WRLR. Uh, you can get us at Sports Corner at WRLR.fm. Yeah. Female That's the easiest or male? Way. Yeah, easiest way. Sure. Unless you want to look up uh, Facebook wise, you want to do that. You're very, oh, you're always very popular with our female listeners, and also the prison population. Our ratings seem to go up. Combine those two, I'm not sure what you got. Uh, I will be off next week, serving my vacation slash suspension. We'll have a variety of co-hosts coming in, so enjoy the shows. David Olson, great job all week long. Have a great weekend, everybody. Happy holidays. TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic. Signing off.